When it comes down to it, the world is run by men. People buying products and selling services keeps the world running. Militaries, governments, and everything else is run by money. And the great producer of money is manufacturing. But how do we increase the efficiency of manufacturing? And how does infrastructure and innovation play into it? Luckily, other nations have grappled with the same questions and we can turn to them for answers. My aim is to find a historical precedent for this area and in doing so find answers as to what works and what doesn't. begin with, I'd like to establish the importance of manufacturing to the economy and other fields of interest that it affects. So to begin with, every job in manufacturing produces 2.2 jobs in other sectors. So, in other words, every 10 jobs in manufacturing produces 22 jobs in other sectors. Every one person who's working in a factory Manufacturing things produces another person whose job is to sell it, and on and on it goes. Now, infrastructure is important for this vast growth and alleviation of poverty. This is due to the fact that infrastructure transports peoples to areas with more jobs and transports materials to increase the amount of manufactured goods. Basically, you have to get these goods to market to be able to do anything. So... Additionally, these concepts affect us in many ways, from producing jobs, to creating consumer goods, to fuel the economy, to providing needed goods like boards. Infrastructure allows us to transport not just goods, but also people so that we can travel efficiently around, efficiently around the nation. Innovation affects us, most of all, fundamentally changing the way we think and our capabilities. So clearly, manufacturing, innovation, and infrastructure clearly majorly affect other realms of ideas. that another important thing to do right around now would be to establish some of the key ideas in the realm of manufacturing, infrastructure, and innovation, and really kind of give us a foundation for the of it. So, basically, first of all, we can notice a trend between poverty and basic infrastructure, in that basic infrastructure like roads, information, and communication technologies remain scarce in many developing countries. So one prominent theory in the realm of manufacturing is called lean manufacturing, which focuses on reducing waste. It tends to go hand-in-hand with just-in-time manufacturing, where you crank out materials as ordered. So lean manufacturing can do this in a lot of ways, from hiring just the right amount of employees, to making sure that what you produce is high quality, to just in general streamlining the process. Another one of the older concepts of manufacturing is custom manufacturing, where custom products are cranked out rather slowly and made to order. Traditionally, this was the providence of artisans who make high-quality products for the masses. However, it's clear that just in that custom manufacturing might be going out of touch because we need more. Everyone needs something in this realm, and custom manufacturing just can't provide what the average Joe needs. So 
let's also take a look at how some of these are organized and how these foundations filled up into various schools of thought. So, three main types of manufacturing are continuous manufacturing, where parts are constantly cranked out. Think the Ford assembly line, or most modern-day factories. Custom manufacturing, where high-quality products are made to order, which we've already covered. And just-in-time manufacturing, where the amount of products made exactly equals the demand to lower waste. So just-in-time manufacturing is, to me, one of the most intriguing concepts here because it has the potential to reduce waste drastically while still making a large profit. Now, another thing that you're going to want to notice is that there's a kind of symbiosis between innovation, manufacturing, and infrastructure. When one increases, so do the others, generally. However, this is not always the case. Innovation does not necessarily fuel manufacturing, and just because manufacturing is booming does not necessarily mean that more infrastructure is going to be built. So that's just kind of a general rule. So now let's take a look at some reoccurring events so that then we can look at some of the trends with a new lens. The development of infrastructure and manufacturing tends to alleviate poverty to a large degree by providing good-paying jobs to the masses. Unemployment is one of the largest causes of poverty in the United States, and alleviating that can often solve that problem. For example, that's how we got out of the Great Depression, is providing jobs to the masses. So... Once again, we're going to reiterate this because that's how important this is. Innovation drives manufacturing and the need for greatest transportation of goods over long distances that manufacturing often causes can drive infrastructure. What's more, infrastructure and manufacturing feed each other in a circular loop to a point because the more materials flowing in, the more finished goods are flowing out, and you need more infrastructure to feed that. However, after a point, this ceases to be true because no, no longer are the people don't have this product. So finally, let's take a look at some of the trends in the realm of infrastructure, innovation, and manufacturing, and really draw some conclusions from it. So, the indefinite the Industrial Revolution, one of the greatest examples of innovation and in infrastructure allowed manufacturing. Allowing manufacturing was improved by the innovation of the steam engine and the cotton gin. Due to the steam engine, the train was invented, which allowed greater infrastructure. The amount of materials transported thus improved, and the amount of manufacturing that was possible improved. This worked well in conjunction with the cotton gin, which allowed more resources to be produced. In a similar way to this, innovation can improve infrastructure, infrastructure can improve manufacturing, and manufacturing can improve innovation. So, with a more modern take, the share in the U.S. manufacturing is kind of going down. The global share of manufacturing, added, however, the importance of manufacturing is going up. The global share of manufacturing value added to the GDP increased by 15.2% in 2005 to 16.3% in 2017, driven by fast growth of manufacturing in Asia. However, similarly, differently even, production of carbon dioxide as a byproduct of manufacturing has declined over the past decade in many countries. However, this decline has not been worldwide. Specifically, China and the U.S. seem to fail to reduce their carbon emissions. <laughs>